Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Rick Camacho, dog. You know how we do it, man. I know you be traveling, doing your thing. Give me a go. I need a, uh, an intro for you for my show. So, it's radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the base to the valley, he always put it down with the street level bump and the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com, Soul Kitchen Radio. Take it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he takes the kind of music that to stimulate your mind. It's a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and Slicks starts to repping with Omezi in a session. One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded quick. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop connect with the handheld device. So your cousin and your friend is about the hottest show with Slick Rick and my show, Soul Kitchen Radio. If you haven't heard Soul Kitchen Radio, man, let me tell you, Soul Kitchen Radio, Slick Rick Camacho, Soul Kitchen Radio, Big Old Maisie, Soul Kitchen Radio, Crazy Ballheads Man with Soul Kitchen Radio, Tell your grandma Soul Kitchen Radio, you are now Soul Kitchen Radio, New Music Monday, Soul Kitchen.
Soul Catcher Radio, what's good, what's good? It's your boy Big Ol' Measy. The homeboy Rick Camacho is on vacation, so I'm, you know, I'm in control of the ooh up the ear. Who was that with the four on five? Who was that? Hello, four one five. Who was that? Hello. Ooh. Okay, you got me. You got me now. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I'm still looking to be exploited. Yeah, it was good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, well, I made a deal with a guy to make a short film out of one of my story ideas. Right. You know, we wrote a little contract up, or I did. And then after I told him the idea, he was a little, I think he was a little impressed by it. And I told him, you know, right. make like a five or ten minute film. And all I want from that is a screen credit saying, idea by Sweet Gale. Then if a right. real movie company comes and buys it, then I want a decent cut. I don't know. Are you into movies yourself? Do you like movies? I, I love movies. I'm a, I'm a movie I'm not buff, talking like about I, the crap they put out today and they call a movie. I'm talking about I'm ta- the mo- real movies. Like yesterday right. I was watching a couple of what I call real movies. One of them was made in 1965. It was called A Patch of Blue. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen A Patch of Blue. Uh, and then there was another one, I think it was made in 53, 54, somewhere around there. It was called Marty. Are you right. familiar? Have, now, now are, these, are these all movies that would be like on the, the Turner Classic Channel in black and white? Yeah, 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 movies? right. Now, there, they right. had, uh, the Ernest Borgnine was in Marty. He played a sympathetic character. Before that, he was playing uh, all villains and everything. But right. now these are what I call movies, not that crap they put out today. Once in a while you get a fairly good movie today, but all explosions and a bunch of crap. Now if you want to see movies, that's where to go right there. Now those are movies. There's other shit. I got to tell you, I, I'm supposed to be humble, but this idea I gave to this guy, I didn't give it to him. We made a deal. It's just as good and even better than some of the crap that comes out today. So I hope he was, runs with it and actually produces a little film and put it in the film festivals. And I got my credit up there. Then if a movie company comes and says, hey, this is a good idea, let's have a real movie, then I get a decent right. cut. Now, I always got money. lots of story what's the, ideas. What's the latest, let me ask you this, Gail, what's, what's the latest movies you've seen that you, that you kind of like? I don't go to movies today. Okay. I want, I read the reviews you and you know. Right. Now, now Harry Potter. Uh, I've never even seen a whole Harry Potter, but I'm impressed by the money that woman made. She's a billionaire, right. man. You know that. A, not even a millionaire, a billionaire. And you know right. there was some talk that she uh, plagiarized some of it from other things and this and that. It's, it's, uh, it's too late in the game. It's too late in the game to even speak on that. I mean she. The money is already busy. I mean, you know, she's on what? What is that? Like, I know, but they six? brought that up. I'm not saying it is or isn't, but it was brought up that she uh, finagled something material from other places, which I can't judge people. I don't know. But uh, Do you know, Harry Potter. This is just brand new. Harry Potter and the Deadly House makes one billion dollars. It just it just passed. It just broke all kind of marks in the uh, box office and, and Warner Brothers. Yeah, I'm impressed by the money. It's a pretty good story, but. It's I not mean, good enough I, to get I, me to go out and I, look at it. I, ne- I never really necessarily watched, like, every episode. Like, 
I mean, I'm always, every time my children are watching it, I might sit for about 15 minutes of it. And I actually went to the movies, but I never could all the way find it, follow it, because it was always a little dark to me. And I actually, me and the kids went and watched The the Deadly House. It was actually pretty good. It was some action. I could see why, um, if you've been following Harry Potter, you know, from day one, why you would probably be on deck with The the Deadly House. For me, I well, never seen the know, whole movie. Sometimes they come on TV and I see little snippets of it, but I'm not that interested. I'm, to, I'm interested in the say, money they made. That's what's my right, interest always, is. Always. You know, money I'm getting, gotta, trying to get some of the merchandise like. me. What was that? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking for I, I some mean, of the merchandise me. When you get to me. making a billion dollars, you got to be like, man, that's a billion dollars. I mean, they took that idea and they ran with it to the fullest. <laughs> yeah, Real well. Talk. Supposedly they're supposed to be selling T-shirts with my pictures on them somewhere, but I never seen one. All you gotta do is make them and, and go to go to go out there and uh, push them, push the product. You gotta be able to push the product, right? Push the product. Oh the product. yeah, well. <laughs> All right, girl, but hold on. We about to we about to get into some music. We about to play this this uh, E40 featuring T-Pain, Serious. The homeboy Rick Camacho is out, so I'm I'm controlling the OOP. So y'all stay tuned. So Kitchen Radio. Like 
a red heron. They're worried about the debt ceiling. Let's worry about the real where the real money's going. Wars and corruption and space programs and those congressmen and those senators. How, what kind of medical insurance do they got? I think they got, they got full, full coverage. They, got they don't have to worry course. about paying for medical insurance, do they? I mean, you know the people of this country can't. is being taken. What was right, that? and not just that, not just that, but um, like the, the one of the, uh, the ladies, Michelle Bachman, that's running, she's running to be the president of the United States. She pretty much came up on, you know, uh, subsidies. You know, she she pretty much came up uh, getting full coverage. You know, she used to work for the IRS. She used to, uh, you know, her her um, business has gotten a lot of money from the government as far as, you know, patients that go there that get Medicare that end up, um, you know, getting paid to her company. You know, so it's like it's like a double standard that they want to talk about. They want small government, but they don't hesitate to, to reap the benefits. They don't talk the about government. what they're getting, do they? Right. They're getting I mean, a pretty good it's, deal. Right. Yeah, it's but easy the to real talk about. people, it's easy to, yeah. It's easy to talk and, about. And let me talk about foreign aid to these foreign countries. I'm not right, saying on, we're Gil. not supposed to give. Hold on, Gil. It's it's easy to talk about. It's easy to talk about. Hey, let's uh, let's cut Medicare. Let's cut Social Security. But at the same time, when you got when you're getting full coverage from the government and the taxpayers are paying you full coverage, but at the same time you're telling them that you're going to cut their benefits, then how how are people supposed to react? You know what I'm saying? But like. It's like that song, you're out of touch, you're out of town, you're out of time. It's like everybody is out of touch with reality because they're in their comfort zone. They're real comfortable because, you know, they're getting everything handed to them. Um, even if you get elected, you know, you go up there and you smile at the people and the people, you know, they, they smiling at you and whatnot, and you got your suit, your fresh suit on, and you got your hair parted perfectly, and every time you come on TV you got your little devilish smile on your face. You know what I'm saying? You feel like you're accomplishing a, a, a heavy goal, but really and truthfully, what you are, you know what I'm saying, you, once you get into the situation, you 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 lose touch with common people. Like Gail, like Gail is what Gail is talking about, and all the other Gails of the world. You know what I'm saying, Gail? You feel me? Yeah, I want to know, forget this debt ceiling thing. That's just like uh, throwing you off the track. Every person in America here should be bitching about where the money's really going, and they're sending it to foreign aid. And I'm not saying that the people in other countries, the poor people like me, in the other countries shouldn't get foreign aid. I'm just saying I just read something in the paper not too long ago about Afghanistan, that there, this right. country is spending billions of dollars sending to that country to rebuild the country, but yet that government is blocking this government's investigation of where the money is going. And tell me about that Egyptian president that got thrown out. Where did his family get 50 or $70 billion from? Where do you think they got yeah. a lot of that from? Did they get a lot of that from the United States of America for aid? Huh? That's what I'm saying. The common people in this country is getting ripped off. It's their tax money. They take their tax money and they piss it off. Then they come back and take some more tax money. I'm saying... Oh right, so they're gonna take so tax money. But what are they so doing with it? So yeah, let me ask you this. And I and I was talking about this not too long ago. Like, um, what if the Tea Party actually actually represent, you know, the the part of society that just that have gotten fed up with all the uh let's say all the um, 
they they call it pork or they call it you know like this stuff when they say that it's they 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 buying a wrench for two thousand dollars and you know like the over exuberance of using tax dollars on stuff that that they don't use anymore. What if the Tea Party, this new Tea Party, is really, um, you know, they really are sincere in saying that we don't want the country to be owned by China and owned by, you know, Arab countries and, you know, everybody own a piece of the United States. What if, what if that's their way of saying, even though they hijacked the government and they, and they, and they demanding these cuts and no, they don't want the debt ceiling to be raised except for, you know, certain situations. But, you know, what if, what if, what if they really see the future and see the country being owned by somebody else? Do you think that that they should go the extreme and and do what they have to do, or do they think that we should, or do you think we should just allow spending to get us out of our recession? What do you think about that, Gail? All right, to begin with, they're getting a full medical coverage too, aren't they? And they're getting a nice chunk of pay. Are they renouncing their benefits? No. And on top of that, why don't they figure out where the money's going? They're so picky about money. Why don't they get over there and all the corruption and the waste in government? I read in the paper they spent $3 billion, this government, on stupid experiments. Like they built a robot that can fold up one towel in 25 minutes. They wanted to find out shrimp. You know shrimp, the things that run around, shrimp, what? No, shrimp. They were investigated right. and spent money how fast a shrimp can go on a treadmill. This is what they're spending money on. Tea Party or not, everyone in government should be doing something about this bleeding of money to crap. And I mean, the space program will be, all right, you've grown up, oh, that's all exciting. But that ain't help paying for my medical care. And that ain't help putting yeah. no money in my pocket. That ain't putting no roof over my head. I mean, the, the working people in this country are being ripped off and taken. They keep bleeding them. They protect the, the rich people that's making a lot of money. Oh, we don't want to give them too much tax. But they take from the working people. And on top of stealing from the working people, because I term it stealing when they're taking money from people who need it to throw away to see how fast a shrimp could run on a strip mill and a bunch of other bullshit crap, you know, <laughs> all this stuff. And then they're over there playing with this penny ante social work stuff. They're always on the social programs. Let me tell always. you what the government is supposed to be. My, this is my opinion. I got, my, I got lots of opinions. The government's okay. product is supposed to be people, not politicians who get in office and get good money. The government's product is supposed to be people. That's what the, that's my view of what the government's supposed to be. Everything has a product. You have a company, you make shirts, that's your product. But this government... The product is supposed to be people, and they're supposed to educate the people. I'm not telling them they got to give everyone a mansion and caviar and lobster, but I'm saying everyone should have a decent place to live and decent food. I'm not saying they got to go out and give them steak and lobster. I'm just saying regular, decent food and a place to live, you know. You know, Those what? You know what? You know what? I really that's, – that's true because – uh, not to cut you off, yeah, that's true because I think I think all all the only thing that every human every human on the planet Earth that is born that's living, you know, at the end of the day, you should hope that you should you should receive money, good home, friendship in all walks of life. That's all you really want. It's like when you when you when you visualize 
you know, the perfect li- the perfect life, you know what I'm saying? You 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 know, you got a nice job, a job that you enjoy. You know, you work hard, you ha- you know, you get married, you find somebody you dig, you know, you like, you know, you get married. You know what I'm saying? You uh you invest in the future, you got a job, you know, like I said, you got a job that you like. You know, your wife, she might have a job that she like. You know, you put your incomes together. You know what I'm saying? You uh you find a house, you know, your dream house eventually. You know, you can pay for it. You got comfortable payments. You know what I'm saying? You you got health benefits. You know, I, you know rather you got uh, health benefits that, that go to your company or, you know, good, a re, you know, reasonable, reliable package. You know that you invest in that'll cover you, and hopefully, if you decide to have children, your insurance will pay for that. You know, so your wife would be okay, and the baby would be okay. And you know, you work and you go on your boat, and you, you know, or you you go play baseball, basketball, whatever have you. You know, just you know, you stay healthy. You you check in with the doctor every so often. They make sure you live to be you know at least eighty something. You know, you work hard. You go you know do experience life in general. Fly to Italy. Fly to Rome. Fly to you know. Africa, what have you, you know, you settle down, you retire, you get Social Security, whatever, and you go off into the sunset. But, you know, to come 2012 and, and and starting with the recession, that is no longer a reality. And now when you thought that you could retire at 65, now you realize that either you got to go get a job working at Blockbuster or being a greeter at the, at the airport when you're old and you really want to just kick your feet and now you got to go get a job at the gas station. You know, you got to now. You got to now. If you if you were in your thirties, forties, fifties, what have you, now you really got to kick it in overdrive and start collecting. You you feel me, Gail? And let me get to one more subject. The board of supervisors at San Francisco. Those people piss me off to no end. They're sitting in a nice clean office but they're not riding the muni bus, which I ride during working hours. If it was up to me, every member of the board of supervisor will get their ass on the muni vehicle during working hours. If the people of this city gotta ride muni, they can get their ass out of their offices and ride muni during working hours. I'm not even saying they have to ride muni during their private time, but if they're on the clock working hours, get your ass out of the office and ride Muni. See how Muni really is, you know, with all the right. violence and crap. And maybe if they rode Muni, it will improve some. But since they're too good to ride Muni, woo-hoo-hoo, let the people that they're serving, they're supposed to be helping the Board of Supervisors, let us ride Muni, but they're too good for Muni, aren't they? I guess so. so I guess so. I See, I got an opinion you know, about everything. Sometimes, sometimes you know what, Gail, sometimes even as a politician, you know, before you can criticize it or, or speak on certain things, you need to walk in the feet. You need to walk in the feet and in the shoes of the people that you so-called represent, you know what I'm saying, you know, you know, because when, if you walk a mile in a lot of these people's shoes that are struggling out there, then you realize that, that you should you should help a little bit more if you can and if you know and even if you know like the spirit of volunteering and all that like for myself too like I I'm not I'm not I, you know I'm preaching to the choir because I you know everybody need that everybody need need a little bit of help sometimes sometimes people that just don't want to work they don't want to get off their ass and do it for self but I'm speaking about the people that really earnestly want to make a living 
you know, earnestly want to, you know, just, you know, be comfortable in life in general. We're speaking on that. We're speaking on a whole bunch of stuff. Come 12 o'clock, uh, got the homeboy uh, Maybach Dice. He ride with uh, Maybach Music, Rick Ross and him. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, a little bit more about politics, talk about Plexico a little bit more. And uh, Randy Moss, that retired after 13 seasons. We keeping it moving. It's your boy Big Old Meezy and Soul Kitchen Radio. Right now, we're going to get into this E-40 featuring J-Style and Decades. Slow it down. Soul Kitchen Radio. <laughs> Nevertheless, I get my gear and my kick from Manny over at Foot Express. I got an S on my chest for something. You got a N on your chest for nothing. I said it before and I'll probably say it again. We ain't in it to lose, we in it to win. I still be drinking old school gin and getting wounded. Another word for wounded is wounded. Alcohol consuming. Look. Outside of the mind, it's up for his stay on the case. On the case, heavy on the grind, chalupa in a pillowcase. Okay. All the neighbors and their grandma know that I'm a case. I'm a turner on my waist. I'm getting a gotta erase. Evaporate a hater for getting all in my face. Decapitated potato for speaking all out of play. All out of play. I live in the bay with the mountain lions and snakes. I'm 
Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Rick shop, or maybe switch a house. 
Now pass the cushion, dump the swisher out, it's going down. Right now, 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. It's your boy, Big Ol' Easy, the great communicator. Uh, not really in for the homeboy, Rick Camacho. He's just on vacation uh, with us, out with the family. You know what I'm saying? So I'm controlling the boys, basically. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my homeboy, Peter Parker, in the chat room. Always keeping it lit live. You know what I'm saying? We got the homeboy, Bayback Dice, from... Uh, uh, MMG, that's Rick Ross's label, Ricky Rose label. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be calling in at noon, and my and my, my partner uh gonna be uh, chopping it up about the new project they got they got uh, coming out. So y'all stay tuned and stay laced and stay dialed in. We're gonna be talking about a whole bunch of different issues. This is my record, you know what I'm saying? Featuring be legit, silly sales called I'm a Fool. I got a new album coming out, new EP. You know what I'm saying? Called duality. I'm going to be speaking on that just a little bit, though. Just because I'm in charge, I'm going to go ahead and say my speech. So, y'all sit back. So, Kitchen Radio, listen to this. I'm a fool. Big O'Measy. C-L-I-C-K. I'm a fool. Uh. Sick with it records. Know about it. OLH Entertainment. What? I'm a motherfucking fool, but I really make sense, though. Say some heavy shit that'll really make you trip, though. Life is just a gamble, but I handle it without a flip. Quick to pull your car, put my foot up in your derriere. Size 13, 6, do straight beefing. Catch me as the house of blue, sunset cheapin'. All about my dollar, so holla if we can meet it. Keep it all official, my issue is what I eat with. AJ whipping it up, I need a sample, let it sugar tea. Ooh, 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 hit him with the mob melody. Dirty up my cleats, gain attraction in my fashion seat. If you think you Billy Macmillan, hit your widow's feet. Uh, uh, yeah, I come through. Smash it, learn to be a savage for the cabbage Manage, barely leave enough, I got the habit Damn it, see your chance of winning, I'ma nab it Grab it Yeah, I'm a fool 
school, no rules, no dues. I cruise on shoes, 24s, 22s. Better nigga lose, give a nigga blues. Stomach gon' hurt when I serve him the news. All gas, no break, riding in a six eight. And what the trick make, that's what the bitch take. And what the bitch take, that's what the pimp make. And I'ma break, cause that's what the bitch hate. I'm in another state of mind when the sun shines. Like to navigate mine to the finish line. Like to serenade mine with a little wine. Then I let her hit the trees, lemon line. I'm on a mission for the money, y'all. Wouldn't hesitate to put it in none of y'all. I'm a ball like the Eagles do. I'm a fool and my people fool with it too. Oh, man, you know I was listening in a little bit. 
I'm in L.A. Oh, yeah. First, yeah. I'm yeah, taking, taking it. Man, it's like 112 degrees down here. Oh, you in you in LA? I was I didn't know if you went to LA or if you went to uh, if you was out in um, Disney World. I mean, uh, Marine World. Nah, nah, nah. We're at uh, we're Magic Mountain. We're we're in Valencia. We're staying in Valencia, but headed to Hollywood right now. Man, I can't stand I can't stand going to places like you know like the State Fair. Like when it's when it's hella hot, you know what I'm saying? You can't really can't really take full advantage of it. You feel me? Right, right. I mean, we was in Magic Mountain yesterday, sweating like pigs, like pigs at the slaughterhouse. It was crazy. I know that's right. How was the ride? Is it cool? Oh man, the ride was nice. The good thing is, uh, gas went down. Thank you, Obama. So did it? I can't tell. Did it go down? I guess because it only took us a, a full tank to get out here. So. It went down from uh from four what was it four fifty to three seventy seven. Yeah. You know, so it went down a little bit. You know, players like uh, you don't don't have to worry about stuff like that. You just throw on the black card and keep it moving. But me, I just turn, I on, the air, my I just turn, I just turn on the air conditioning instantly. <laughs> oh, you talking about the nah, it's good. I, I I'm just saying, man, I go green nowadays, man. I can't you know, them them days uh twelve miles to the gallon or eight miles to the gallon ain't cracking no more. <laughs> No, hey, how no, you feel? Hey, no. how you, I know you. I know you're doing your thing, but how you feel uh, about Plexico? You know, signed to the Jets. Well, basically, how you feel about? What? Plexico, I didn't hear that one you know? yet. I didn't hear that. And you know, yeah, I got my wife right listen. next to me. So as soon as I, as soon as I bust this out, tell her what you just told me. She's gonna go crazy. Plexico yeah. first was signed to the New York Jets. Yeah. yeah. Three point. <laughs> but look, but check this. Check out the scenario because Plexico. Right. Signed to the because Plexico signed to the Jets, which is where Randy Moss one of one of the places Randy Moss wanted to go, and because right. um, and because uh, um, and because uh, um, uh, Ocho Cinco signed to the to the, to the, the Patriots um, to the Patriots. Now that forces that forces forces Randy Moss to retire because he wants to play for a Super Bowl contender, and that's those are the two teams that he felt would get him there. So they basically those two. Moves basically cause uh, Randy Moss to retire. That's, that's, that's toe back, right? And uh, and I guess Philly wasn't messing with him, so he he didn't he didn't go that route. But you know Philly, uh, Philly, Philly already, definitely Philly already stacked. Yeah, they already Philly stacked. stacked they already you know they're definitely gonna be a contender this year. And New Orleans is already stacked. Yeah, yeah, and I think your boy, your boy. Uh, Deshaun, he about to do a holdout, right? He he's gonna do the holdout. He's in a he's in a holdout. I actually I talked to him the other day via text, and and they're just they're they're still in L.A., but reports from ESPN today say that they're gonna he'll be back in camp this week and they're gonna reach a deal this week. That's from ESPN. Is that so, right? So I'm thinking I'm thinking you know they, they don't want to lose they don't want to lose Deshaun Jackson back because he's He's uh, he's definitely underpaid for for his performance, for what he's doing for that team. I mean, he's a small guy, which is the reason why they first came in and said, they said, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't, maybe this guy's a risk because he's small. But the small guys, small fast guys, can't get tackled. And Deshaun Jackson proved that time and time again last year. And he's a threat. And he sent the New York Jets, New York Giants home in the playoffs last year. So. 
I think and he's a breakout. He, and he's a and he's a breakout player. He's like a breakout player, and his and his jersey is about to sell like crazy to whatever team he would end up signing to. So knowing that, like a lot of these new people that are signing, they well, not can't say new people, but a lot of these people that are getting signed for these big contracts, they got a lot of guarantees in, in those in those. So I think a lot of these a lot of players trying to get some of that guaranteed money and you know the twenty million up, you know, guaranteed whatever, but it got to. Something in there got to be guaranteed to where if I get hurt, I got some fallback. Right, right, definitely. I mean, that's what—that's pretty much what the whole thing was about. Is—is is if you get hurt, like, like I don't know if you watched the NFL, NFL, uh, the NFL channel over the over the weekend when Michael Irvin was talking about Deshaun Jackson and and this whole thing that's going on. He said, uh, "What did he say, Donald Driver?" I forgot what he said. Something he said. Uh, Brett Favre was making a hundred million dollars, and, and and his other his receiver he told his receiver to come back in, go ahead and make four hundred thousand dollars. Receiver came in, got hurt, was out for the rest of the season, and and you know Brett Favre still getting his hundred million, but he he talked the dude into to coming back on short, just taking what they were going to give him, you know, and then then he ended up being hurt, so it was terrible. Yeah, that's 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 usually how it go, man. That's that's cold, man. Uh, what you think about this uh, death ceiling stuff? I think they 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 trying to make it appear as though uh, uh, Obama lost. Like, I mean, the Democrats took a shellacking again. You know, the Tea Party did what they were supposed to do. They took and they, they held the government hostage. You know what I'm saying? And everybody had to acquiesce to to their movement. How you feel about that? Man, really? That that ceiling ain't gonna ain't gonna affect me at all. I don't think. You know, I, my debt ceiling is, is way higher than the United States debt ceiling. So, you know, whatever they do, I just I just hope that it doesn't affect like like my mom with the Social Security and you know all the old people that are that that get Social Security. They're already starting to cut back their checks. So, right. as far as me personally, I whatever, you know, but but it, I know it's directly affecting those that are getting Social Security and. And uh, and without any other government benefit, you know. So right. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not liking that part. Yeah, well. But I think they, I it, think they came. Are they coming to an agreement now? They're supposed to be coming. They're supposed to be coming to an agreement. They're supposed to be voting on it today. Because basically tomorrow, Tuesday is supposed to be the doomsday. If they didn't do it today, that it was going to be, you know, total devastation. So. It's looking like they come into some agreement. Uh, I guess on both sides, they, they both sides are mad basically that they didn't get everything they wanted. You know what I'm saying? But at least Obama gets to raise the debt ceiling, and you know we'd be able to pay the pay the bills or whatever they're talking about. But at the end of the day, he didn't get he didn't get to uh, tax the rich. You know, you know, reap some of those benefits from all the people, all the rich folk that that basically got bailed out. You know what I'm saying? That, but like you know. Um, one thing that is for certain, uh, they they ended up a lot of a lot of middle class people and a lot of rich people lost a whole bunch of money with the whole Madoff thing and, and basically right. a whole lot of investments, a whole lot of their investments crashed and you know people who had you know maybe ten million maybe now they're living on two million, which is bad, which is welfare to them. Like they had to lay off, they probably had to lay off half of they they cooking staff and you know what I'm saying, you know sell some jets. <laughs> Sell some corporate, you know, sell some of their jets, and you know what I mean, like a lot of the opulence. So, 
you know, they trying to stay afloat. They spent a lot of money getting those Tea Party people in into, you know, into the into office. You know what I'm saying? So the Tea Party is just gonna screw them. The Tea Party, I don't know what I don't know what's up with those guys. They're like the most trying to be American, un-American people I know. I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna go off and vote for for the country not to get Social Security and, and not to get welfare and not to get housing stuff that stuff that this country is based on and found on. It's going to end up being like people going to be investigating each each member of the Tea Party to see which of them get, you know, which of them, their family members, get some kind of government assistance. Like nobody in their family should be getting government assistance. Yeah, Tea Party, nobody in the Tea Party should get government assistance of any kind, including Social Security because you're voting against it, so give it up. You know, you you think the rest of the country don't need it, you probably don't need it either. So that's that's and I don't think I don't think that's what they're even they don't even trip off of that. They just go, Oh, I'm just gonna vote for this. I don't want this. Oh, but where's my check? You know, it's, right. it's like a like a two edged sword with them. That's real talk. Man, one thing I wanna say, I really called in to say happy birthday to at Diva Latifah, my wife. She just turned 25 today. She's between 25 and 100, but I'm not going to tell the correct age, but she still looks like a cherry blossom to me. So that's good, man. And I was listening to the show. Uh, yeah, man, it, and, and I was listening to the show, and and I see you let Sweet Gail went in today. She she had a long time. Hey, hey, did you see? I, I she felt I felt like I really felt like she had something to say. And when I get when I gave her the mic, she went on here and ran with it. Even Peter Parker was like, "Man, Gail went in." And yeah, that's, you know, I, I was listening on the on the internet, and and I was like, "Wow, Gail never gets that much time." But she had a lot to say. <laughs> she had a lot to say. You know that was oh, good. Either, either that, or you just had no party, no no callers. Hey, hey, a couple of people, uh, they, some, a couple of the homies was dipping in through when the music was playing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and they was dipping in and dipping out, basically. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. It's, you know, we keeping it pushing. Definitely. Uh, what time is Gary coming on? Did he come? I think I seen him on earlier. I didn't. I, I I didn't really. I don't think I've seen him, but I know the, uh, my partner, Hope, uh, Bayback Dice, is supposed to call in, so I to talk about his album, and I'm a, I'm gonna play, you know, some of his music. He got some hot shit, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what. Oh I'm yeah, and Omizi. Speak, speaking of uh, speaking of Deshaun Jackson, you guys can everybody can go back and listen to the archives. Go to SoulKitchenRadio.com. Listen to the archives of the uh, the show we did with Deshaun Jackson and Jackpot Records. Um, Kind of, we went in, you know. That's a different side of Sean Jackson, and besides his holdout. So, check that out. That's that's definitely uh, something good. Oh yeah, that's real talk. He definitely he he definitely keeping it pushing. He better not try to hold out too long because these are, these are different times nowadays. You know, because yeah, sometimes, sometimes 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 certain quarterbacks certain quarterbacks brings bring certain talent out of people. And then when you get on another team where somebody ain't got that arm, 
And that shit just that shit make it, you know what I mean, it make you play a little bit different sometimes. You've seen that happen with Randy Moss and a couple other, you know, receivers that got with different quarterbacks and, and, and didn't all the way didn't all the way shine like they could have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you think Chad's going to do with Foxborough? He's going to do amazing. Uh, Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl uh, this year. Brian's there. Ooh. Brian just popped in. I've seen him dipping so in now. I knew, I knew when we started talking sports he was going to be on it. Oh. So, Brian, this is what I was saying. This is what I was telling Brian earlier in the year. I think Ocho Cinco is going to do just what Randy Moss did. Every now and then he's going to catch something, catch something long, but mainly he's going to be used as a as a uh, as a decoy for Wes Walker, who is the star of the New England Patriots in my in my eyes. Ocho Cinco is going to eat. You should go on. Uh, my buddy, fucking Jay, said something about Ocho Cinco. He said something. God, I got. I'm not on my Facebook right now, but he said something about New York and Boston. Why can't they get along or something like a car or something? It was so funny. He's saying crazy, funny stuff. He just he just recently got married, and uh, I just think it's going to be good there. I think you'll uh, really click with Tom Brady and me not being a Patriots fan. I don't like the Pats at all, but, you know, I'm you know me being a huge Dolphins fan. I think the Pats are going to have a good team. I think Hainsworth's going to be really good. Tommy Harris might be possibly coming in. Um you know, Belichick knows how to get those guys together, you know, and they got a winning quarterback too. I mean, how can you support an organization like the offense when they bring in Matt Moore, who's probably worse than me, you, and your grandma put together? I mean, come on. The guy the guy couldn't do it at Carolina. He got beat by Jimmy Clausen. And, um, you know, Chad Henning, who, who couldn't win a game last year, and, you know, they're all blaming the offense coordinator and Pat Devlin and then Brad, Brad Scooker or whatever his name is. So, you know, but getting back to it. Brian, let me ask you this: How do you sure. how do you think how do you think Randy Moss feels that he could he couldn't go back like you know he loves Belichick and he loves you know he loves the Pats and the whole organization, but you know he messed that up pretty much. But they couldn't they gave they gave Ocho Cinco a three year deal and they wanted to give him he would have been a, he would have played with the Patriots if he would have if he would have took more than a one year deal. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. They didn't want to give him the money. Oh. I mean, I guess they think. So how do you? So you feel like they like he, even though they said he was a tip top, super super duper best well, shape I ever. Mean, I mean, you know, Ocho Cinco is not really a cancer. I mean, everyone gives him shit and stuff like that. But Randy Moss is kind of like I don't know. He's just he's Randy Moss. Moss. I mean, he reti- he retired today. I don't know if you know. He was rumored to go to the Jets yeah. and the Eagles, and he retired. Yeah, we was talking about that earlier. That he, that he, you know, he just after 13 seasons, he decided to go on and uh, call it quits. But, yeah, but, but yeah, the, when they were talking, when they were talking about it earlier, they, they, they basically said that he didn't, you know, he is basically a ploy, you know, that, you know, during the season or, or something like that. They were talking about that eventually he would, he would come out of retirement and sign with somebody, you know, maybe next year, you know, you know, because he's still gonna be, you know, keep himself in shape and. Maybe yeah, you know. I, I, I would love to see the Dolphins take a shot at him. I mean, team him up with Brandon Marshall, who's just came off of uh, bipolar disorder, and you know, Brandon Marshall, <laughs> be, Brandon Marshall might be the real deal. I mean, if he be I mean, seriously coming out and admitting he had a problem, I know exactly what hospital he was in. McLean. I mean, I just came admitted that I'm an alcoholic and a gambler, and I go to both meetings for it. You know, Brandon Marshall's taking taking initiative. I like it. I, I you know, I, I think this could be if you're if you're a fantasy and we do fantasy show. Brandon Marshall could have a breakout year. I don't know if the quarterback, Chad Henning, is going to give him a breakout year, but Brandon Marshall could be better than people think. He's a good wide receiver if he gets his issues together. 
Oh, uh, by the way, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, sent you, I sent you the link to that fantasy football. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get into it. But, you know, I can't I can't do the fantasy until I find out where all these players are going. You can't – like, how can you how can you start setting it up? Just sign no, up, we for, have a draft. up for the, you got to sign up for the for the league, and then and then we have a draft. The draft isn't until until August 29th. We're gonna do it August 29th live on this show right here. And, right. And that's after all. The, I mean, everybody will be settled in, but you got to get into the league before it. You got to get into the league before it fills up. We only got like six spots left. Okay, let me do my thing. Is it me to join? I talked to him today. He said he. Said he's not right now. You don't really have a place to stay. You don't have an internet connection or none of that. I thought he had a place to stay. No, he's staying with buddies. It fell through the place. I guess I don't know. That's the whole. Let me think. What y'all, what y'all think about? What y'all think about uh, the homie that just went to the Dolphins from, the, Bush. from the Saints? Yeah. Um, I mean, Reggie Bush going to Miami. He's injury prone. He hasn't had a he hasn't had a great Pro Bowl. You know, he's been a Pro Bowl running back like people thought. Um, you know, Miami's taking a chance. I mean, how old is Reggie Bush? Like in the thirties. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. He's kind of a you know. Well, probably want to go to Miami to get all the hot chicks, but I mean, he's got a hot wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he went from Kim Kardashian to another girl, huh? But I think you think he yeah, could be like a like a uh, Wes Welker, like you think he could he could be like you know somebody that could dip in and get like the short I, the short yards. I preferably wanted to see them team up with. I wanted them to see him bring Vintion in and Reggie Bush. I sit on this show, and this is we got to go back to the archives. Where did I say Vintion would end up? Philadelphia. And what did Deshaun Jackson say? Oh, that'd be pretty cool. We got to go back and get that up, and you got to play that because I was right, wasn't I? That's right. You said it. And, and, that one. and now we got and now we got Vince Young and now we got Vince Young over there backing up Mike Vick, right? Oh, I think yeah, yeah Vince Philly. Young is. That's sick. Philly's gonna. Dude, we gotta get Philly. And Brian, and Brian called it right here on the show. I did. Sean Jackson, Jackson, on, the Jackson on our show, and we need to get we need to get to an Eagles game. I think the Eagles played the Dolphins, so if you guys wanted to come down, we should all go. We can meet up with Deshaun and. You know, and go to that because the Dolphins play the Eagles. Maybe get some tickets or something. Oh yeah, that'd be big. I, I mean, I can ask depending you, on I mean, how he, depending on how long his holdout right. is, depending on how long his holdout is, I'm sure they may, you know, they might go ahead and pick him up by then. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got my partner. I, mean, sh- I got my partner, uh, my partner Reezy on the phone. Reezy is a uh, he's a diehard. I, I don't know. Can I call you Reezy? Can I call you a diehard Raider fan? Oh, you know it, man. So you're a diehard Raider fan. I mean, uh, yeah. so, so <laughs> and every year we always talk about the Raiders. Um, have, have there been any acquisitions or any big-time things yeah. that we can think of? Zach Miller, Mike Miller, went to Dolphins. Yeah, we're, we're just we're just, kind of, we're, we're, just we're just kind of sitting sitting and waiting, man. We're gonna jump in there. Don't worry. Yeah, I got a quarterback. So, so y'all, so y'all sticking. Y'all got the uh, J.D. Campbell, Campbell man. Sticking with Campbell. Yeah, we're sticking with Campbell, man. And and the biggest benefit is the new coach because the new coach 
ain't got that run run first mentality. He's more like Al Davis wants. Offense. The, right? the, the, the question is the receivers. Can them motherfuckers? Oh, can I cuss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ford's gonna be the real deal. He should have a break out. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Who who is that? Baseball? Who, 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 no, who just said that about the uh, dude breakout year? Jacoby Ford. Oh. He's gonna have a breakout year. Yeah, I was trying to say, who, who, who are you, man? I just want to know who I'm talking to. Oh, this is Brian. I'm a sports guy. Oh, okay, this Brian. This is Brian. Brian. I'm Reezy. That's my partner, Reezy, man. He, he, he's, hey, a, he's, a he, yeah, he's a renaissance man. And he's, you know, he's my go-to of all things politics, of all things sports, you know, just of all things, you know. He he, he he don't rap, but you know what? He you'll be surprised what songs you know he he been sitting in the studio with me and Forty and just and then came up with all really, I mean he he can speak for himself, but he, this dude right. this dude is uh he he runs a DBIMP you know what I'm saying uh, tell him tell him about yourself, Reese. Man, I wish I could rap, man. You know how much money <laughs> a a forty eight year old white dude with a gray beard would make rapping? Shit, you take over white? the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't sound white at all. Wow. Yeah, and to top it off, I'm from Indiana. Y'all don't even hear that draw? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, wow. you know, but the, but the Raiders, just the Raiders, man. Huh? <laughs> Say again? I just broke the chair. Guess I'm taking a lot of weight. Oh, shit. Oh, that's not good. So 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 speaking on the Raiders, man. I hope I hope you uh, are able to enjoy your season. But uh, you got any backup teams that you might be rooting for? <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer, and I got even though even if my you know I'm a Niner fan, but okay. So if my team, you know, but I like to have a backup team that I, I might you know like back in the days, you know, like I root for the Steelers too. Like at the same time, as like a cold cold, just so I can enjoy my season a little bit. You feel me? You don't have no backup team, Reed? Man, I tell you right now, man, the team to watch this year is going to be the Jets, dude. They're going to take it all. They they got they got the 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 um the two cornerbacks now. They got Plasico Burris. Jets are going to be vicious, man. I don't think anybody in the AFC is going to touch them, especially if Sanchez, especially if Sanchez progresses like he should. I I think the Patriots are going to be better than people think. I think if the Dolphins get a start, a decent quarterback in there, they can challenge people. Um, I, you know, I think the Jets are pretty much the best best team in that division. Watch out for Jacksonville. Um, Pittsburgh is going to be back. Um, oh, God. I think if a lot of – like especially especially with the whole uh, the whole lockout and the whole you know the whole thing with the NFL, I think it, it made a lot of these players way more hungrier. Especially with the recession, I think I think it's, it's caused a lot of these players to be a whole lot hungry, hungrier and respect the game a little bit better and respect the workout. I think you know what I'm saying a lot of people saying that the, that the Detroit Lions is going to be you know it's like when you're the underdog for so long. I think you know it's just like when you know with the Mavs winning. Winning uh, in the NBA is like I think a lot of the underdog teams you got to look out for them. They they might have a little bit more grit about themselves, you know, this year 
because of the, the circumstances, because of the situation. What do you think about that? Either one of y'all. Man, I, I agree. Know. I, I, I don't, I don't think it affects them a bit, man. I really don't. They, they, they already know that NFL is too big of a business, too big of money, that the show must go on. They, they knew eventually it was going to. I, I don't see that at all, man. I mean, you still got players out there complaining about how it all went down, too. Well, I think a lot, of, a lot of it, a lot of it had to do with, you know, one, it had to do with the fact that they want, you know, they wanted some guaranteed contracts for a lot of these players that was, that was, you know, that was making it all the way to game one or making it even to the preseason game and was looking real good and probably was the number one and all of a sudden they get a, a torn ACL, it's coming, it's over. And not just that, but they don't end up having to pay them, and then you know. So, and not just that, but a lot of the old, the OGs that played back in the days that you know that that pensions and a lot of that was tied all into it. But at the same time, saying seeing if you see all these a lot of these players that's getting cut and getting let go because of, because of the salary caps and all that, and, and you, I just feel like either either they they if you if you're an OG and you still got it. You feel the pressure of these youngsters coming and take your place, and you know, and for less money because a lot of these big names are getting are still getting big money, you know. So they they trying to slash some of their big contracts that are people like Hainsworth that was even though he really just didn't want to play for the Skins, you know. I don't know what the problem with that was, but he had a hundred million dollars, and that still made him not want to stay where he was at, you know. So I I, I feel that they will come out a little bit more hungrier. You know what I'm saying? What do you think, Brian? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, I definitely agree. Um, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a surprise team this year. I really do. Um, everyone thinks it's gonna be the Patriots and the Eagles, just like in baseball, where it's gonna be the Red Sox and Phillies. But at the end of the day, there'll be some team that comes out of the woodwork. You know, you could see like. You know, look at look at the Green Bay of last year. Nobody expected Green Bay to be in the Super Bowl at all. Right? No, that's what I'm saying. Is you could see like a team like Detroit, like Detroit. And I hate to say it, but if Matt, I hate Matthew Stafford, and you know, I've seen him play Georgia, the biggest arrogant guy. But they got the they got the wide receivers around them. They got the defense. They picked up. I mean, I don't even know. They picked up so many good players, you know. And they're 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 picking up a good team. The Bears are going to be good. I mean. Jay Cutler decided not to marry his chick, and they got the receivers. They got Mario. Like <laughs> well, he came out of the closet and was gay. He decided to. Uh, he decided to marry Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger oh. and we're gonna get married. Both two of the most douchebags. That would be good. <laughs> that definitely would be good. <laughs> so uh, I hope Detroit. Hey, you know what? I like Detroit, man. I hope um, if Detroit gets a, if, you know, their basketball team is is not handling right now, but I feel like if they if they could go to the playoffs, man, that'd be big for Detroit. That'd be big for the city. You know, what I'm saying eventually for them to bounce back. I like, I like comeback stories. I don't like people, you know, you know, uh, repeat, repeating and repeating, and you know, and do and, and it, you know, I like everybody to get a chance to shine. You know, what I'm saying so. If one of these sleeper teams, you know, whether it be the Niners or, or you know the Raiders or you know, what I'm saying San Diego or somebody, you know, somebody different. You know to make a comeback, and you know it's kind of you know like I say, like how how Dallas did, man. It's that it's that David versus Goliath. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we'll see who's gonna come back. I like to at the same time, I like to see Mike Vick do his thing. I like everybody, all the underdogs. I'm rooting for all the underdogs. 
Who, who's Miami running with quarterback this year? Huh. Nah. They're going to run with my grandma quarterback. But uh, um, Chad Henning or Matt Moore or uh, Pat Devlin, they're rumored to be getting Kyle Orton and they're also looking at Dennis Dixon. But uh, their quarterback situation supposedly is, you know, is, is a very question mark. They're saying Chad Henning looks good in practice, but anyone can look good in practice. Um, you know, I don't think Chad Henning can do it. Uh, I've spoke to many people in the industry, played football in the league, and Chad Henning's a good, good, decent quarterback, but he's a good backup quarterback. He's not a quarterback that's going to take us to the Super Bowl. He's not a quarterback that's going to take us to the championship game. Well, look at Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez is not like a superstar, but he's taking him to the championship game. I mean, almost like the, the AFC championship two years in a row. He doesn't have a strong arm, but they're working on it. And he, he's, not a, he's not as good as Kyle Orton. So if the Dolphins bring in like a quarterback like Kyle Orton or they bring in Carson Palmer, that takes them to the playoffs. And then in the playoffs, anything can happen. On any given Sunday, you know, anything can happen. Here's a team I see might get to the Super Bowl. Watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs. And maybe the Eastern you know, Texans. Watch out for them. Kansas yeah, City KC looked real good last year. Yep. They yeah, lost nice Baltimore. They looked they got, real good. They got Steve Breston. They, they, you know, they picked up a couple good defensive backs. Texans are going to be good. I think the Texans can make the playoffs. They can go pretty far. Um, you know, those are teams you know you, you never you know never expect. There will be a surprise team in there. It won't be Green Bay. Watch out for the Falcons. A lot of people are counting them out. Matt Rock, Julius Jones there, Jacquez Rogers, you know Michael Turner. Uh, you know they picked up Ray Edwards from Minnesota. Minnesota's a team people can't count out. Seattle people are thinking to get to the Super Bowl. I don't see how. Uh, That's why I see. Cars. The fact the fact that you the fact that you just mentioned all those different teams leads me to believe that it's going to be a sleeper team because you just you just named, and I, and I believe that I believe what the, the the lockout did was allowed allowed a lot of uh, teams you know with with not a whole lot of money to be able to get some different players you know what I'm saying because they 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 trying to they trying to level the playing field a little bit so some of these owners can go out and absorb some of these contracts. You can't just buy everybody up nowadays. So it's better it's better if you got a league that has the players more spread out than having these dream teams, you know what I'm saying? It's just like Ocho said last year, he's like he's like with the players we got on paper, we should win the whole thing, but just because you got all the best players, you got him and Terrell, you got all these all these different elements that look good on play, on paper doesn't mean that that's going to be the outcome. Sometimes the heart, the heart of a champion, you know, does, you know, propel, propel a certain team forward with the right leadership, the right coach, the right receivers, the right running backs, you know what I'm saying, the right linebackers, you know, sometimes it's that total package. So I'm sure every team out there is trying to get as balanced as possible on all elements. And, you know, so it's a lot of big, those are big changes that you want to see. You want to see, Ocho Cinco, you know, in, out there getting thrown by Brady. You, you know, see what happens in that situation. You want to see if uh, Plexico makes a comeback and, and when he scores his first touchdown and how emotional that's going to be. You know, like you want to see all these different elements. You want to see if Hainsworth is going to be a beast in the middle, like, you know, like you know he would. So it's like, you know, I'm looking forward to the season. I'm, I'm glad it's back. Uh, and I, I know y'all glad it's back, you know, because it takes our attention away from this debt ceiling shit and all this government stuff. And Reezy, before you go, out, I know you're busy and out there, you're ripping and running, but we gotta, I gotta get your comments on this whole debt ceiling deal. 
I don't even want to get into that, right. man. Join me in there. I, I got to I gotta pick. I gotta. I gotta pick your brain. I gotta pick your OG ass brain. You know what I'm saying? Because you know me. I'm. I. You know me and you. We. We. We'll sit back and we'll chop it up and try to figure out life in general. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes we agree on certain things. Sometimes we don't. But that's that's what makes us homeboys. You know what I'm saying, folks? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in my mind, I, I look at it one way and you look at it another way. So, you know. You you might got a little tea party. I don't know. You from you from Indiana. You from that way. You know, but but you got to tell the people your what you think about the whole situation. You know, I'm thoroughly disgusted about the tea party completely, especially because the the guy that I have always really wanted in the office, his son isn't following him in his footsteps. He's taking on this tea party, and I'm talking about Ron Paul. So you're talking about Ron Paul, okay. Ron Paul, you know, and and a lot of people are getting mixed up that Ron Paul is a a tea partier, but he's not. Ron Paul um, is more of an independent, even though he's running under Republicans. And and he wants to bring bring our country back to the way it was, where um, the the government is low, low low-spending, um, a lot of different things are left up to the states like they should be. Um, you know, he just wants to take us out of all the crap and get back to the, the real constitution, the, the whole reason why we started this country. Right. He'll never win, never. I don't even think he can ever even win the um, nomination for Republicans, but... You know, we got to have a change. I had high hopes for um, Obama, man. You know me. I'm an independent. Um, right. I always vote for the right man or, or feel that I did. And McCain, right. was, phew, McCain was out there, man. Ain't no way I was going to vote for that fool. And Obama, right. you know, with the change and stuff, man, I had high hopes for him. But right away, he takes this monster machine that he built on the Internet and as soon as he's elected president, he hands it over to the Democratic um, Party. Just hands it over to him, man. He could have used that machine to get some of the things that he was talking about passed. The but you know, who's, to get- the, who's, the, who's to say? Who's to say that he ever owned it, like, or it was ever really all the way his? We just don't. Oh no, it was his, it was his. It was built. It was his. It was built by him and his people. I mean, mainly right. his people that he hired. I mean, that, right. that machine, it was the strongest thing ever. No one's right. ever seen that in a, in a presidential election before. Right. And, and, and I don't know, man, it just seemed like a big cop-out to me. And, and you know, it, it seems like since he's been in, I mean, there's been a few things done and stuff, but for the most part, it seems like a lot of his dreams and what he was talking about gets laid aside or gets compromised, you know, so that he can get shit passed. I think it's really just a, um, it's really just a, uh, you know, the fact that when he when he came in to office, he had hopes, he had he had ideas of what you know every president does, but unless unless it's already preordained, what they're gonna do? Okay, I got the, I got bush so I can kick so I can kick some ass, you know, get everybody to think that they can buy a house, and and then when it when it crashes and it falls and it burns. And will allow them to either put Hillary in or put Obama in and let them deal with the shit. You know what I'm saying? So basically, he he came in, and 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 I said this. I said if if um, 
Hey, if, hey, if you know what, to... man? Just let me interrupt yeah. you for a minute because I, I would like to know this too. How right. many people out there feel that Hillary has been about the quietest Secretary of State <laughs> ever? I mean, when, what the fuck? Where has she been, man? You never hear her name. She's Secretary of State. She been making she been making some moves. She was she was just out um she was just out dealing with the Pakistan stuff, talking with them because you know we you know we was upset with them for harboring you know terrorists. Well, you know which which they still what they say they still they still doing. Uh, she was out in China uh, just recently, you know, ensuring China that you know because China was talking big bronco about the United States that you know we wasn't gonna pay our pay our bills and whatnot, you know, because of you know. You know they wasn't gonna raise the, the debt limit, but you know they ended up. Oh, we'll see if that goes through. But basically, she was out there and she was, you know, basically letting them know that it was all good and everything was gonna be everything. So she's been out there. Um, Everybody been pretty much staying out the way because you know they see what they see this quagmire that's happening right now, and they, and they don't want no parts of it. They don't want no sound bites with their face nowhere. You know they don't they don't want to be in the thick of the shit just like. Romney, he, you know, he hasn't been talking about it. Bachman, with her crazy ass, she, she didn't, she don't want to raise the death ceiling at all. She wants to just go ahead and default and let whatever happen happen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Palente, you know, he's trying to get some cojones, but you know, and try to step up. Um, I, you know, on one hand, it, it's like, on one hand, it's like if the republic, if the Tea Party has this much control, then maybe they do, maybe. With, if with the Republican support, they will have enough power to push one of them crazy people into into the presidency. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just because of the way they're moving, like you got to look at it. Look at look at the way they're moving. Uh, you know, if if they put all if they put all this on, them, and, and, and it's crazy because they got this um, they got this movie, uh, uh, the Apes shit. You know what I'm saying? The Planet of the Apes coming out. Right when they sticking it to Obama and, they, and the Tea Party was the main ones out there on the field, on the steps out there in the Capitol with the signs, with Obama looking like a monkey. You know what I'm saying? And we already know what the what that what, what it's about with the whole movie. You know, in general, the Planet of the Apes. So it's like it just seems like this, the whole shit is triggered. It's triggered. Like 2012 is really gonna be a, a disastrous year. I feel. How you think about that? Man, it worries me, dude. It scares me. And, and, and really, the whole Tea Party thing, in my opinion, is because America is so hungry for a different party. They're so fucking hungry right now for a different party because they're so sick and tired of the Republicans, and they're so sick and tired of the Democrats. So these really hard uh, white right-wingers have created this new party with, under like a falsehood. Like they're some kind of real change. Yeah, they're a real change, all right. I, it's scary, man. There's going to come a point where the whole uh, American people are going to have to stand up and, and, and do something about it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's going to take. But, but if you think it, about it, if you, if you think about it, Reezy, it was really smart. It was really smart of uh, the Tea Partyans to, to 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 jump in because if you think about it. Um, Bush, you know, he he con- he conjured up the war. You know, what I'm saying we we he ended up causing to spend billions and trillions, you know, a whole bunch of money and drive the deficit up. Then they create then they create this Tea Party to make it appear as though they're not with the Republicans, like they just a separate faction. But at the same time, they 
they hand they go hand in hand. It's the OGs against the, the new breed, but they basically are all are all one and the same. So it just it's like it was smart because on one hand they look like a third party, but they just a third they just they just a Republican with a different name. But and but and but they're the faction of the real kill them all, you know what I'm saying, type mentality people. And they got some black folk in there, which is crazy. They got some black folk up in there that, you know, you know, they got, you know, I don't understand that part, but it is what it is. But, you know what I mean? Like, you know that they was out there with the with the monkey signs and all this shit and they kill, you know, they was really talking about killing Obama and all that type of shit, but, and they decided to run with him. You know what I mean? How you feel about that? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's... That's some sad shit, but really all you have to do is go back to Jim Jones. You you go back to Jim Jones, man. You know? Any anybody anybody that's that's talking good, man, you're gonna and you believe in them and stuff, they can get you to do anything. Jim Jones, how many people did he get to take that poison? You know what I mean? You know, there's a there's a lot of blind motherfuckers out there because they they're thinking this is this is the new way to go, that this is a new thing. It ain't. It's the same thing. It's, it's it's a hidden part of the Republican Party that's hardcore as hardcore can be. You know, I I mean, I I won't vote for anybody that's attached to Tea Party. I will. Right. I, I don't care who. I don't care who's running Democrat. I will not vote for a Tea Party. Ain't no way, man. Hey, man. Um, are we the only two on here now? Yes. Oh shit! Because when I call, man, I want to find out what's up with that fantasy football. How do oh, I get I on that? Yeah, I got the link for you. I'll I'll send you the link. Yeah, yeah. Let me get on that, man. All right. Well, shit. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a break, man. And, uh, we're gonna be right back. Uh, I wait for the homeboy Maybach Dice to call in. I got a couple songs uh, from him. I'm gonna play. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay late. Stay in Soul Kitchen Radio. So this is Deshaun Jackson, Philadelphia Eagles, and you listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. What up, man? This is Donovan Warren with the Pittsburgh Steelers, kicking on the Soul Kitchen Radio. On the Soul Kitchen Radio. Well, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, Bag, you moving mean A beauty queen Like you just stepped out of movie scene You got that Megan good My, you got extra good Extra sophisticated But you extra hood You got that ill shape Girl, you got that milkshake That long hair, thin waist With that cute face Hey, you my candy girl Ain't nothing sweet as you I really dig your style I love the things you do Girl, you know you fine And that thing mine Life like a box Chocolates and you my valentine Miss Independent She, she got her own I chatting on the phone when I'm on the road Sipping margaritas My girl is a diva I'm a whiz like Khalifa When she rolling my reefer Five star chick I'm your guy you dreamer We like Martin and Gina so she
I love your face, smile, I love the way you look. I love the way you clean, girl, I love the way you cook. I love the way you walk, I love the way you talk, I love the way you smell. Girl, you fine as hell, double back, cookies and milk, double bath. And I love your laugh, with your sexy ass. Sex game crazy, you be moaning my name, and you know I'm a fiend, for that piece of the dream. We like co-pilots, yeah we fly together, his and hers matching furs, fly forever. Vacations, never the same place as my Maybelline girl, Rodeo for MAC makeup. We pop Moscato with coconuts and rock bottles. Video vixen, body like a top model. Girl, you got that good. That's on everything. I rock the heavy chain. You, you rock the wedding ring. Wait a minute. Coming out right now. 
Yeah, I got the mixtape back for the first time, dropping August 15th. It's following up off the, um, my last mixtape, that 456 shit. That shit gonna be a movie, though, but, yeah, the last mixtape did, like, did, like, 40,000 already on the internet, so this one gonna follow up and just be a movie. Okay, so, so, uh, how long you been in the game? I know you, you said you, you're from uh, Jamaica, Queens, right? Yeah, from Southside Jamaica. Southside Jamaica. New York, you know what I'm saying? Um, what, what what made you get into music? What made you get into music, basically? Oh, uh, man, I mean, I've been rapping. I've been doing this. I've been rapping since I was a little kid. I've been trying to do it. But I started going hard. When Shout out to Bingham Smurf. I started going hard when Bingham Smurf really just put me in the studio and started pushing me and started making me really, you know, I was like 12 when he really started making me take my talent for for what it really is, you know. So right. Shout out to Bingham Smurf and all that. And I read, yeah. I read uh, in your bio some of your some of your influences. You know, what I'm saying that you came up with. I'm sure you you might have incorporated. You know, like you said, Big Daddy Kane, Lost Boys, L Cool J. You know, what I'm saying people, those all those people are from your area, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So you got? Is it a lot of? Is it a lot of? Uh, like Big Daddy? Is it a lot of? Those people part of your style, or have you, or do you have your your own style with a little bit of them in you, or do you, or are you just on your own? You doing your own thing, basically. Now, I mean, I take bits and pieces from everybody, like from from the from the people that did it before me, from the OGs. I watch how they did it, and I just take it and manip, you know, manipulate their style a little bit and make my own. And just and just bring it and bring it to your own, like you just. Everybody, I'm sure, you know, like 40 say sometimes, he say everybody got a little euphoria and was like every artist, when you listen to their music, in some way, they t- like like Jay-Z take a little exactly. bit from Big. Like everybody, everybody, bro, I, I was listening to one of your songs where you was like, I, you was like, and you used Lazy Bone style, and you told them, you told them that on the song, you was like, yeah, I use your style. <laughs> like, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the ain't nothing to me, John. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's dope. He goes, you use his own style, get some, what that, that was big. That was big. So, so look, so the first song ain't nothing to me. You with you and uh, Lazy Bone. Talk about that song a little bit right before I'm about to play it. Oh yeah, man, this ain't nothing to me. Shout out to my manager Knuckles. This really came about from him networking with Domination. They was friends from back in the day. Knuckles is also Lazy manager. And they just put it together. They sent me the track. I sent it back and made a movie. And from there, it was just a movie. This song ain't nothing to me. Big old Measy, let them hear it. Ain't nothing to me. Soul Kitchen Radio, Big Old Measy, made back dice, man. Stay tuned.
Already. So, so uh, what's the title of the album? Yeah, Box for the First Time. B-H-E-H and, and for the First Time. What's some of the features you got on that, Jonas? When is that dropping? So that's so everybody know. Um, it's, it's dropping August 15th. Um, I done linked up with Glasses Malone. I got um, Glasses Malone. You know, of course, I got Lazy on it. Um, right. I got every, I got a little bit of everybody on there. I'm, I'm gonna make a movie. I'm hoping to get you on there, Big Omizi. Hey, I'm on I'm on deck. You already know that. You smell me. Um, where you see, I, all we always ask everybody before we go into this next song. You smell me. We're gonna go into that that uh, ride featuring French Montana. How you hook up with French? Um, French Montana. That you know we from the same neighborhood and all that. So actually, it was the producer, the producer um, that made the beat. That he makes a lot of French Montana beats. So he 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 hollered at me like, yo, I think I it's the song I want you to get on with French Montana. That's gonna make a movie. And I'm like, alright, let's do it. Sent me the song. I heard it. Put my um. Put my ones and twos on there, and from there it was just a go. It was just a good look. Put it out, and then right. the, the internet and everybody, the crowd was feeling it. Okay, that's big. Well, shit, with no further ado, let's go ahead and get into that. You uh, Go ahead and announce that. Yes, sir. Made back day featuring French Montana. Ride. So, can you make one? Bitch, I love money, I need to get more We hit the corner slow, lean on them Fresh toys, dope boys, put the beam on them Paramedic freedom Uh, yeah, I'm all about the bread and I don't like to play games, so fuck what Simon said. All my niggas eating good, why y'all looking kind of fat? Getting money off the clock, so motherfucker Simon said. Where the fuck the honesty? I'm getting money, honestly. When I look in the mirror, I see the man they trying to be. Two blue pills got me rolling like comedy. My nigga blue pills just dropped them all finally. Yeah, I got that don't stop, get it flow Hit it front and back and have that bitch standing pigeon toe I am on my bullshit, where the Scotty Pippin go Roll through me the past, now watch me hit him with the pick and roll Silence so amazing, I should say my grace Money out of line, gotta put it back in place He ain't wanna ride, but they put it in the race So if he happen to lose, they can put it in his face Ready Bitch, I love money, I need to get more We hit the corner slow, lean on it Fresh toys, dope boys, put the beam on Yeah. 
money, tell them niggas that I'm loaded. I take my chain, no pass it to my bitch and tell her, hold it. Split that water, Moses. My arc is just like Noah's. I fill it up with bitches, so I know you don't mind floating. Yeah, I'm acting up. You see that make that bands, I turn it on and back it up. You see them diamonds, yeah, them shits, they come from Africa. That's my bitch, stop acting up. Like that bitch and pass it up. What? I'm a silly motherfucker with my hand up on that gun. Point my shit in your direction, I demand that you should run. I be damned if it's Jim. I be blaming at that bum. And if I empty out the clip, I pull a ham out the trunk and then I jump again. I bet that pussy ain't gon' come around in front again. And if he do, then you already know. Rolling up a pot of drugs, slap that table domino. Something like I found the map that led me to a pot of I got drugs. a pocket full of money, feeling like I hit the lottery. Hey, 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 I know you watching me. Got your interests at heart, you know what I'm saying? And, exactly, you know, loyalty. 
Loyalty above yes, all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, real talk. So yeah, man, thanks for calling in, man. I know you I know you got stuff to do. Uh definitely come back when you know what I'm saying, when the album get ready, uh ready to drop, you know what I'm saying? Come back, say your speech again. You feel me? Follow that uh Soul Kitchen, you know, at Soul Kitchen uh Twitter Twitter Joan, you know, we'll stay connected. You smell me? Appreciate you for coming yes, through. Uh, appreciate you for having me, good one Call gravity. So yeah, we we coming to the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? I I'd like to uh, thank Camacho for calling in. You know, I know he uh he on vacation out there with his, you know what I'm saying with his bam bam. The homie uh Brian called in. You know what I'm saying and said his speech in reference to you know what I'm saying uh in reference to sports. You know what I'm saying? Cause we all got we always try to stay up on on it. You know, whether it be the the Randy Moss retiring or, or you know what I'm saying or the Plexico. Uh, Burris, you know, getting signed. Uh, uh, Dice, what's your what's your what's your team? What team you riding with? Football wise, you still there? Maybe back. Uh, he probably. All right. Well, we uh, we basically we covered all the issues today. We talked about the death ceiling. Shout, out, you know, what I'm saying shout out to my partner Reezy. I think I said that. We just making sure we keep it moving. Y'all stay tuned next week. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna be letting everybody know what's going on. Uh, we're gonna be hopefully we'll be talking about the death ceiling and how that's out the way and how they came with some master plan as to how they're gonna get get the economy back up and moving and shaking. You know, what I'm saying so. You know, we can go about the business of you know living a normal life again. Some people just don't care. They just block it out and they just move on anyway. But, you know, I try to stay late. I try to stay up on all current events, you know what I'm saying, because if you don't, then you might wake up and you just find out that some bombs about to hit your house, but you ain't going to find out until they drop on top of your head and you, and you can't, you know, get your, get all your belongings and pack up and, and load them up and, and get out of society before it implodes or explodes, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, Y'all def, definitely uh, support. Maybach Dice, you'll see him on the Twitter, John, and uh, and uh, and just uh, stay focused, stay laced, and stay prayed up, basically. Big old Measy, so catch your radio. Yeet! Soul, 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 so